Welcome to the Fitness Nerds Podcast. This is co-host Ryan Smith with Coach Stephanie Holbrook, where we get a chance to geek out on all things fitness. Hey, and welcome back to the Fitness Nerds Podcast. This is co-host Ryan Smith with co-host Stephanie Holbrook. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning, Ryan. How are you today? I'm doing awesome, thanks. So today is a cool follow-up to some of the recent podcasts that we've had, which are the Dominic D'Agostino talking about ketogenic diets and performance, Jimmy Moore talking about ketogenic ketogenic diets and his Keto Clarity book, as well as the Ketonics Inventor uh, that we had as far as talking about how to measure uh, a ketogenic diet. So, And uh, uh, we're going to be also referencing, this will help you for future co- podcasts when we talk to Peter Defty about mm-hmm. a ketogenic diet optimizing fat um, usage for endurance sports. Right. So cool. So, yes. So we've got all kinds of cool stuff. So this is kind of, I guess, you would, I guess, consider part four out of five, uh, and I'm sure we'll do many, many more. But since we're on the ketogenic portion right now, we've got uh, a toxic mistake most people do with ketogenic diet. At least these are the ones that we feel are probably the biggest mistakes. Right. So um, the top six mistakes. Number one, too much protein. Um, I actually know this has been my biggest problem in actually dialing in my ketogenic diet for years. I've heard about the ketogenic diet years ago, tried to stick to it, never got to where I felt good. Um and now that I've lowered my protein after listening to Jimmy Moore's podcast, I'm feeling great. Um, Jimmy Moore um, gives you sort of guidelines of where to start, and then you can add protein to where you feel the change. And um, one of our next steps is about measuring, but that's how you really know if you're dialed in or not. So that's right. number one, so, and you can go over So, So let's talk about that for just a minute here. So so too much protein, so when we're talking about about that you know, again, most people are familiar with what from an Atkins diet or, you know, many of the other low carbohydrate, whether it be a paleo type of thing. Um, but they're, you know, it's they end up supplementing with or taking in a whole lot of protein. So what happens there whenever somebody's taking in too much protein? You what's the it's mechanism that's there for that? Neogenesis. Your body turns right. protein into sugar. Right. So so we end up burning proteins just like we would a carbohydrate in the absence of those carbohydrates. So taking in too much, we end up still Just making uh, sugar. Right. Exactly. And you're you're kind of stalling yourself from a ketogenic standpoint. Right. You're not even so. in a ketogenic diet. If you test your blood sugar, you'll see it goes up if you eat too much protein. And if right. you if you're in the state of ketosis, you can really feel it. Um mm-hmm. You, you don't have hunger, you feel, I mean, it's a completely different feeling in your body. And you'll, I generally know if I've eaten too much protein, 30 minutes later, I'm like, oh, damn. Right, right. It's easy exactly. to do because for me, it's not a heck of a lot of protein. I mean, Jimmy Moore says it's like a chicken breast a whole day for him. And I think right. it's probably a little less than that for me. Right. Yep. So, yep. So the first one is that too much protein and expecting to, uh, expecting it to stay in ketosis. Number two is not enough fat, which goes right along with eating too much protein. So a lot of people that are thinking they're in ketosis or they've, you know, read again, so many of the different books on a low carbohydrate, higher, what would they would consider a higher fat diet 
and they are uh, not eating enough fat because they're taking in too much steak. They think it gives them free reign of eating uh, proteins and right. animal meats and things like that. So um, uh, the the Mediterranean diet or the um, what's the diet a lot of folks follow? That's for it's it's low fat, right? Higher or protein. the Ducan. The what? The Ducan diet. Yeah, the Ducan, and there's a couple others. I mean, yeah, but there's so, there's a lot of them that uh that are low fat, um, right. and um low carb, but right. you're still making sugar because protein right. turns to sugar. So right, exactly. You have so, the only thing that doesn't become sugar right away is fat. Right. So so talking about this, so we were talking um a touch about this on another podcast, but. Really, whenever you're you're dialing that in, you're getting enough fat whenever you're kind of up in that 80, 90 percent range of, of how much fat that you're taking in. So a majority of your calories, I don't like talking about calories, but a majority of your intake and your macronutrients are coming from fats. But um, and you really talked about, hey, having butter with whenever you're eating meals. So all of your bites have a little bit of butter with them, right? So, right. And, and we're not talking just kind of fake butter. We're talking real butter. Right. You can't use fake butter. That's a, a, a right. step ahead. But the um, what Jimmy Moore talks about in his book, um, mm-hmm. taking a bite of butter with every bite of food. And really right. when I started doing that is when everything started clicking for me. That's when everything fell into place. It's just that I had to take actually some butter and whatever I was eating, green beans or ribs or, you know, uh, cheese. I don't do a lot of dairy, but, um, or even with lettuce. Like, I'll put lettuce in a chunk of butter around lettuce and eat it. Sounds a little sick, but, you know, if I'm hungry, that pretty much nips it in the butt. Right. Yep. So, yes, so not getting enough fat, so when we're there, so, you know, cooking with the right types of, uh, right types of fat, using fat in your cooking, uh, you know, taking fat with each of your, each of your bites and your meals. I mean, that's, that's a huge part of a ketogenic diet. So, yes. All right. So, uh, so number three on our list. Um, you have to know you're in ketosis, um, and you won't know unless you're testing. So there's okay. there's a number of ways of tests. There's the urine strips, which you can use when you first start, but you can't use later. Um, right. Blood um, testing and breath testing. Okay, yep. So the easiest one, a little bit messy, is that urine, but it's whenever you're first starting going into ketosis. So you can start looking at the, at the urine uh, from there with the urine strips. They're really, really inexpensive. Number two is the blood testing. Um, a little more accurate. You can get in there and you can really test and you can see what's going on and test throughout the day. But the problem is, is it tends to be really, really expensive. So the right. each strip is is pretty expensive whenever we're doing it. Jimmy Moore actually talks about that there's a what he would consider a an inexpensive way to do blood testing, and that's just picking out a couple of days uh, and kind of doing that testing. So a morning and an evening type of stuff, and then. Obviously, the one we've talked about with uh, the interview on the ketonics, which is a breath ketone meter. So that's something that you can use all the time, and you just have to have a USB port or the battery that's on there. And you're going to 
be able to measure your breath ketones. Right, which is super awesome. It's a hundred bucks, and you can use it over and over and over and over. Right. Which yes, is and great. Yep. And the sport model is the one that we recommend. So you can actually it has breaks down into thirty different levels. So you can really look at the different ways of uh, that you're in ketosis. Cool. Yep. So then, so number four. Oh, yep. Using supplements to right. basically keep you in ketosis when you're eating more carbs. Right. So Jimmy talks about this on the podcast as well. And this is really where a lot of people kind of, they they want to pick and choose and they're like, oh, I want to stay in ketosis. So how do they do it? You know, they're eating their carbs, but they want to stay in ketosis. So what do they do? They use MCT oil or brain octane right. oil so to hack right. their system. But right. the thing that Jimmy talks about and... Um, that this is common sense. You don't want high triglycerides. Um, that's pretty dangerous for your heart. It's pretty scary. Um, and if you have too many carbohydrates, regardless if you have ketones or not, your body is making, you know, produces higher triglycerides. And um, that's pretty deadly. Right. So, so yep. Yeah. So, trying, you know, again, and occasionally it's okay, but again, we want this stuff to come from your real food as your primary. You can use MCT oil and you can use brain octane. You can use these supplements as part of staying in ketosis, but don't use them as an excuse to eat things that you shouldn't be on a ketogenic diet. Right. So, yep. So, uh, from there, so then we've got number five, which is using wrong the wrong kinds, kinds of, of fats. fats. Yeah. So... Um, all kinds of fats that you can be used. Yeah. Um, the wrong types of fats. Are, I mean, I think most folks know that trans fats are definitely a no go. Um, mm-hmm. Industrial seed oils like uh, corn, canola, um, safflower, sunflower, any um, oil that's not made just from cold pressing. Right. So, so our yeah, any type of thing you know. Yeah, any of the vegetable oils, those are pretty much going to be a straight-up no-no. So well, a lot of people think this just gives them a, you know, a free reign to eat a lot of fat stuff. Right. And uh, something that folks don't realize, there's a lot of old information that saturated fats are bad for you, but actually saturated mm-hmm. fats are necessary for a ketogenic diet. You right. need saturated fats. Um, right. to make it work and to feel satiated. And actually, the structure of your cell wall is benefited from saturated fat. So absolutely, don't, don't shy away from saturated fats. You want to mm-hmm. have them from good sources, like um, naturally raised pork, given no antibiotics. Pork usually eats grain, so you're, it's going to be hard to find grain-free pork because that's part of their normal diet. Grass-fed mm-hmm. beef. Um, cold or uh, wild caught fish or cold mm-hmm. water fish. Um, right. Eggs from pastured chickens. Right. If you can't find pastured eggs, sometimes it's a little difficult. Um, you can look for organic eggs. You want to have good quality food. Quality mm-hmm. counts regardless of your macro or micronutrients. Right. So, yep. So eating those wrong kinds of fats, you know, using it as an excuse to eat fried foods because whenever you're deep frying those stuff, you're breaking down those fats. So, you know, we're talking about fats that are heated, you know, from 
very little. We're not overcooking the fats. We're not scorching them, and we're not getting them to their smoke points. We're using the right kinds of fats. You know, you're you're avoiding um, you know margarines and all those types of things. We're talking the real real stuff here. So right. yeah. So that's number five, using the wrong kinds of fats. And number six would be eating too little. Right. Especially when you are exercising. It's a big, Mm -hmm. big no-no to do a a ketogenic diet. Your hunger signals are not going to be as strong. It's pretty normal Mm -hmm. because your body's using fat. But if you don't give your body enough fuel, you could still um, suppress your thyroid function. Right. Yeah, so that's a that's a big one. A lot of people think that they're going to, you know, they're going on a ketogenic diet because they're eating lots of fats, but they're also going to try to cut calories because they want to lose weight, right? So again, it's not about the losing weight. It's about, hey, let's get the body the things that it needs. And from that, we're going to, you know, we're going to have weight loss and more specifically fat loss as an effect of the type of diet that we're on or the nutrition plan that we're on. So, I don't even want to call it a diet. You know, right. Again, somewhere along the line, we've gone from diet being what we do eat to what we don't eat and more of a thing, a system to lose weight versus, hey, you know, your nutrition plan, which was originally called a diet. Right, is, to give you uh, good health. You right, know, exactly. Something I wanted to add, Ryan, we didn't have number mm-hmm. seven, but this is a big error people make, is not increasing their salt intake. Um, and a good way to do that is through bone broth that you, you know, use mineral salts or, um, stock because your kidneys handle water differently. And if you are on a ketogenic diet and you don't have enough minerals from salts or in bone broth gives you minerals too through the the bones, um, you're really going to deplete your system because your body's going to start dumping a lot of the extra water and inflammation it's holding on to. And right. it can make you feel lightheaded and dizzy and um, not good. So make right. sure you uh, increase your salt intake. Right. Yeah. And that's, again, that's part of that paradigm that people have been taught. So, you know, we got number one is where, you know, people don't want to take in saturated fat because saturated fat will kill you. Okay. So that's a, that's a big no, no, you know, the other one paradigm is that people want to reduce calories as much as possible so that the whole calories in calories out thing. And then number three is people, you want to avoid salt because it's going to give you high blood pressure. So, I mean, here we are, we're, you know, contradicting all those paradigms that so many people have talked about for so many years that they've heard as dogma. And it really is not the way that uh, that they should be looking at and nutrition. And those things are not really supported. They've done a ton of studies trying to prove that saturated fat is bad for you. And if they use right. the study, if they use trans fats, calling them saturated fats in the study, yeah, the it's going to c- come out that it's bad for you because trans fats really are very bad for you. But they don't have a lot of studies with saturated fat alone. And in the studies right. that they do have, it saturated fat is is fine. I mean, it's actually very beneficial. Mm-hmm. You just want to make sure the right. meat is really good quality because what we've talked about before, you know, a grass-fed cow and a grain-fed cow, their fat composition mm-hmm. is different. I mean, it's right. they're they're what yeah. they eat. If they're eating food that's not mm-hmm. optimal for them, they're right. 
their muscle and organs aren't going to be optimal for them, just like us. So if, right. if we eat stuff that's not optimal yep. for us, our you know our body composition is not going to be optimal. Right, and you're not as we say all the time. It's not you are. It's not just you are what you eat. It's what you are what you ate. Ate exactly. So and you so are, you are right. Yeah. So if you're at a restaurant and you're and here's this big steak and you don't know that it is a grass-fed steak because most restaurants are not going to have grass. You need to go with the leanest cut that you can and then add, add your butter to it. Yeah. So you get, yeah. So you're going to add your butter to it. But if you're eating a grass-fed steak, you want the the fattiest cut that you can get on that because you know that this cow has been eating the stuff that you need and you're going to be getting that nu the nutrition that comes from that. And that's the same with vegetables, too. You want to eat vegetables right. that were grown like on a, a good con good right. compost of soil right. so and organic yeah right. you know, they've had rotation crop rotation right. there's so many things that go into that and too. that's hard to know on vegetables but if you grow your own vegetables you know how they're going to grow you know you right. know what or and don't forget your herbs and your own little herb garden in your kitchen that you can raise too right i do have i have a ton of my mint has gone crazy and uh, apparently mm. eggplant grows really great in the sun too i have most of my vegetables, I have a big sunflowers, and my eggplant is like going a little crazy. That's a little sidetrack right. from the ketogenic diet. Sorry to divert, <laughs> but it's okay. So, so with uh, with with that though, so those are those are some of the big mistakes. We I guess we start out with six, kind of ended up with a, a seventh one on there, which is still a great one to think about. Um, so. You know, if you've got questions on this, you know, obviously Jimmy Moore's book, Keto Clarity, it talks about, it has a nutrition plan in there. It talks about eating. I mean, you can follow up things, you know, um, the Bulletproof Diet, while it's not a true ketogenic diet, it kind of follows a lot, a lot of those same principles because it doesn't talk about always just testing, but it's, it's very much along the same lines as those ketogenic diets, the super, superhuman, uh, pyramid that we use. It also kind of falls along those same lines. Right. So There's a lot of information you know, out there. I really like Jimmy Moore's book because it breaks it down awesome. so succinctly. Right. And it's so right. easy to read. And plus, Jimmy Moore is like the nicest guy in the world, and you want to support him no matter what. I mean. Oh, yeah. He's doing just awesome. So if you if you go to Amazon and you're looking at, uh, at the – at the reviews of it. I mean, he's just getting rave reviews on, on this book. So, and he's got so much support from so many of the, of the experts in the field. Right. There's um, yes. some of the, the big experts if people want to do research is Jeff Bullock. Um, he mm -hmm. wrote the art they, and Stephen Finney. They wrote the art and science right. of low carb, carbohydrate performance. Um, and, the, and the art and science of low carbohydrate living. Right, and yeah, living and performance. So the, both those books, and they actually go together um, because mm -hmm. one is the performance is a supplement to the first one. Right. And then um, Eric, Dr. Eric Westman um, wrote the book with Jimmy Moore, Keto Clarity. He's a really good researcher, and he wrote some books on um, the the new the new Atkins for a new you because the original mm -hmm. Atkins didn't necessarily specify that it's a high fat diet. So they right. sort of cleared that that part of it up. Um, right. Dr. Andreas Einfeld doesn't have a book, but he has a really good website called dietdoctor.com, and he's a Swedish doctor who really writes a lot right. about um, 
high fat, low carb diets. And right. um, Dr. Um, Peter Adia, uh, mm-hmm. what's his website? Um, um, I, I don't remember his site. He's got he's got a great um, he's got a great TED talk though. Right, he's a really good resource, and um, <clears throat> so there's some. Really good book. Of course, out don't there. forget Dominic D'Agostino. And oh, gosh, in the, yes. You've got Can't the ketogenic forget. diet. Uh, it's ketogenic diet resources. Um, it's in the show notes from the, from Dr. D'Agostino's uh, interview that we had for the Fitness Nerds podcast. So there's right. all kinds of resources. So you can find the good stuff out there. Obviously, if you look back at at the Jimmy Moore and the Dominic D'Agostino interviews, there's just tons of show notes that are in there. We'll We'll try to add those in here as well, but we've got some, uh, definitely got some great resources for you. Right. And uh, Dr. D'Agostino, he does, he's such a good interviewer. So is Jimmy Moore. I mean, both of them are great, but his information yeah. really, right. I think, helps you understand why it works and, and the benefits through <clears throat> for cancer, especially how it really right. helps um, yeah. the new research that they're doing and not. Right. Oh, it's so, not been published yet, but right. So, I mean, you've got so many aspects. So, it's been known for many, many years within the uh, epileptic societies, as far as you know, from from dealing from a n- nutritional standpoint of how you can control epilepsy with a ketogenic diet. But then, yeah, so we've got um, we're looking at them from a Navy Steel uh, Navy Seal standpoint. Um, we're looking at it from the you know from the cancer standpoint so there's so much that's going on there so yes um, yeah the research is just starting um so the, right. there's a, there's inf- the information is growing and growing so if you don't get yep. frustrated if you can't find exactly what you're looking for it may be you know being in the works or being published soon so very cool stuff okay well great so with that we're going to bring this one to a close so don't forget to Go over to iTunes and rate us on iTunes at the Fitness Nerds Podcast. Uh, hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash fitnessnerdspodcast. You can email us at fitnessnerdspodcast at gmail.com. Right. And our website, which is the Podbean where all the all the podcasts are hosted, is at fitnessnerdspodcast.com as well. So right. uh, send us a message. Let us know what you'd like to hear. And don't forget to rate us. We'd be more than happy to uh, to have some great iTunes ratings. That'll help us move up the charts. We want to move up there as quickly as possible, make sure we're providing you with great information. So, cool. so with that, um, I'm out. I've got lots of things to do here, and uh, we, and I know you do too. So we're going to move on, give our listeners a break so they can uh, they can get some more information uh, from and listen to one of our other podcasts. Cool. All right. I'll talk to you later, Ryan. All right. Talk to you later, Coach Steph.